0: No two moments are the same. No two relationships are the same. No two flowers are the same. And we get to appreciate that beauty of the uniqueness of each flower, each relationship, each time in our lives.
1: Hi, and welcome back to Clarity Cafe. I'm Barb. I'm here with my Clarity sister, Callie. Hi. And we are here to talk about One of my favorite things in life, which is flowers. Yay! Flowers! Flowers. Such a happy topic. I mean, just it's a happy word to think about flowers. And when you get flowers and you give flowers and you see flowers, you pick flowers. So much variety in flowers. All the beauty of the colors and the smells and the sizes and the shapes. I think flowers are a wonderful kind of metaphor for life in general and kind of how we relate to flowers. For me, flowers are a wonderful way to bring beauty and nature and kind of caring into my environment. And I think I love it to walk by people's houses and see the beautiful flowers that they've planted outside. I love to buy flowers from Roberto, the wonderful flower guy that I pass by on my way to work, and I get to stop and see what fresh flowers he has, and when there's an occasion like a birthday or a, someone who's, you know, out ill for a little bit, how they can brighten your day. So I love the topic of flowers in general, but the thing I really wanted to talk a little bit about today, Callie, is is how flowers change every day. What a wonderful metaphor that is for how we change as we go through our lives and how every moment and every day of the evolution of a flower is a perfect moment. And how wonderful it is to recognize that in flowers and in ourselves. So I have a flower arrangement on the table in the kitchen. And I looked at it today and I'm like, oh, the snapdragons are kind of wilting and the roses are kind of gone, but the hydrangea is still really pretty. So should I should pull out the ones that are wilting. And I was like, no, I I love the whole composition and how ev- all of them are changing. And I just love watching the ways that they're appreciated, They how the smell changes, how the texture changes. And it just occurred to me that That's very similar to how you can appreciate people and how different they are every day and how different we are as we go through our lives. And when we're a little older, our body may change a little bit, our hair may change, our face may change, but it's still beautiful and perfect in its own moment. Flowers.
0: Flowers. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, as you know, love flowers and probably could not count the number of blooming plants that I have uh, around my home. And it's always a symphony of different colors and kinds. And I really got into a thing a couple of years ago about creating like a scent garden and having like beautiful odors of different types of scents from the flowers, uh, natural, because chemical stuff I don't do so good with, but I love, love, love natural flowers. And so for me, there's that piece about spring and the beauty of like, oh, we're through the winter and now we're having these flowers. But I love to have flowers as much as, you know, the longest blooming season possible. And there is a life cycle to it. And there's a beauty in knowing how wonderful a flower in full bloom can be. And the reminder that it is a point in time and time is changing. So really appreciating the full cycle of pre-opening a little, you know, like tulips, they just, they just a little green comes up and then, you know, eventually a couple of leaves and then a stalk's going to come and wow, when they start to open and they get to that perfect beautiful representation that you see of postcards of of a tulip, it's wonderful to say, yep, that's what a postcard looks like. But I can actually appreciate all the stages before and all of the stages after and what joy that brings. And in our lives, we have these cycles of things that happen and nothing stays the same. That's the beautiful part of this wonderful world is change is inevitable because it's always happening. So appreciating that it's kind of deep, kind of a big thing. It's not just uh, you know, oh flowers <laughs> it's like flowers a huge teacher And the anticipation you were mm-hmm.
1: saying about like watching the bulb start to peek up and then see that it looks like okay, there's a leaf and now there's a little pregnant place where it looks like there's gonna be a flower. Oh, now you can see it's really going to be a flower. But I wonder if that's going to be one of the yellow ones (laughs) or one of the red ones, because I put a whole bunch of different bulbs in there. And the surprise when it Mm. starts to come out, or maybe it's a variegated one. I think one of the things that happens in watching flowers unfold and go through their life cycle is that sense of wonder Mm. and that all ages, you you know, as a child, Kind of watching that grow, and you'd get to have a little bulb in your room, right? You get to plant the little garden at school, and or help your mom. I always helped my mom in the garden because I loved watching the little seedlings come up, all that new life, and then wonder would it ever make a full flower? And not all of them have become flowers because maybe that one didn't get as much water, maybe that one didn't get as much sun but just being able to see all that variety and recognize that all those different outcomes are possible. And, and again, it's a like life is like that, right? Everything doesn't turn out perfectly the way we expect it, which mm. is a source of a lot of suffering, that whole mm. expectations thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just taking the flowers, that might be the, you know, hibiscus that only had a couple little flowers. There might be one over there with 25 little buds, but they're both beautiful and both
0: have a wonderful smell. Mm. And appreciating that whole journey and the uniqueness of each flower, right? No two moments are the same. No two relationships are the same. No two flowers are the same. And we get to Mm. appreciate that beauty of the uniqueness of each flower, each relationship, each time in our lives, sometimes there's bugs and they gnaw on them. And sometimes in our life, there's these bugs and they gnaw on parts of our lives and it's like (laughs) not fun. And, you know, but you go, wow, there's still a flower there. There was still an experience there. And I think it's so interesting how so many of our cultures use flowers as a way to highlight events, memorable events. Not always are they events that are joyful. A lot of transitioning from being in a body to not in a body. Uh, A lot of memorials and things like that have flowers. There's rites of passage in our lives that we celebrate with flowers, but it's a wonderful thing to think about all the different ways that flowers are utilized in cultures to like I said, highlight these events or these times and places. And they really do play a powerful role in, in our lives.
1: Yeah, they're so evocative. I was just thinking... Uh, had a friend who was at a wedding a couple weeks ago and you, it was a three-day Indian wedding. And I was like, oh, were there just like thousands of bright orange chrysanthemums? You know, did you get to see the orange chrysanthemums? Because that just, I knew that that was what was going to be like such a feast for your eyes to, you know, experience that they're so evocative. And one thing I remember even as a as a child, my mother and her rose gardens, and you know all the work that went into that during the winter of protecting the roots, even when the there was just bare root stock, basically because you trim the roses way back after they bloom, right, and then the cold comes and you make sure that the roots are protected, even though they like the cold, you don't want them to have a hard freeze and You still feed them the coffee grounds and all the magic that our mothers and grandmothers and and grandfathers and fathers knew how to do that we still are able to do. And then the joy of the spring and then when the flowers come and then arranging the flowers. I always just loved being able to cut the flowers and then bring them and put them in the run the water over them and cut them on the bias. And no matter how you arranged them, it was always beautiful because Mm -hmm. all colors went together. And I would think, you know, you never had to think about does this match? Is this an outfit that works? Because flowers all go together. Mm-hmm. And the greenery with them all goes together. And the more variety the mm-hmm. better. <laughs> or sometimes it's beautiful just to have one beautiful pink tulip. Mm. Uh, but flower arranging has always been something that I I really treasure. I find it very relaxing and to be a very meditative sort of exercise of just calm and being in communication with all that color and that experience. And so uh, I always thought being a florist would be fun. Hmm. And I got to say that the guy that I get flowers from, he's one of the happiest people. He's always in a great mood. And I'm like, that's because he's hanging out with flowers all day. (laughs) We should all hang out with all the flowers in our lives, right?
0: So, yeah, I want to just say too, like for each of us, we may or may not listening to this have a relationship with flowers, but if you don't, explore, just see if that's something that brightens up a room, could be a single flower, it could be a plant that blooms, it could be a bouquet, play with that. And I love how a flower or flowers can really set a space and just really brighten it and bring some life to it. So um for some of you you probably have deep relationships with flowers and yay, how exciting to keep that going. But um but yeah, I think the other piece about flowers that I just I thought we might touch on together is gifting them to others. And I know that there's some very traditional concepts about when and how we gift flowers to each other. But I'd like to just set those aside for a moment and talk about, you know, when you're thinking about some fun things to do or give to people, it doesn't have to be a huge bouquet. It can just be one simple flower or one little little bright light (laughs) that we share with each other.
1: Mm -hmm. In fact, I was even thinking as you were saying that, Kelly, that I remember when I was living in a studio apartment in the Mission district in san francisco. and and I didn't have a whole lot of money. It was a I was just starting a new life sort of. And it wasn't like I was going out and spending a lot of money buying extravagant flower arrangements. But there was a wonderful store that had these beautiful silk flowers. And so I had silk flowers that I would put on windowsills or put around windows, and if there's a little light on them, because, which just the idea of a splash of color and how important the idea of brightening someone's day with color, with a surprise of a, of a flower or a surprise of something, even a, you know, how it makes you happy to see a Hawaiian shirt that's got flowers on it, mm. right? Then you just instantly feel more relaxed. So bringing those elements of happy, you mm-hmm. know, I think that, you know, we talk about, how important it is just to give ourselves a little dose of happy. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just even when you're a kid and you draw a daisy. And you make a face in the daisy and have it smiling and then the (laughs) petals around it.
0: (laughs) I never did that, but I feel like I need to go out in the yard right now. I have no daisies, but (laughs) I feel like I definitely need to do that. And that makes me think, Clarity fam, I want to see posts. We've got to do a thread of posts of people's like favorite flower pictures because I feel like that has to happen. There might even be two threads. One is like... Favorite flowers and then just like funny flowers and maybe we got to get that daisy. I need to see that live for sure. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm going to go draw one right as soon as we get off of this. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, you know, Callie, you have such a beautiful garden and you've been so generous to share it with me on FaceTimes and, mm. you know, as we sort of look at your beautiful rhododendrons and azaleas and all the different things and, and how it's like, and this one hasn't bloomed yet and this one is <laughs> going to be really pretty in a week and this one and all the anticipation, just all of that it goes so much toward their last podcast, we were talking about, you know, when you have something that kind of a crummy thing that kind of could derail your day, I'll guarantee you that if you just go draw a picture of a flower or go look at a <laughs> flower, it'll help you get back on track. Right? <laughs> just kind of remind you of like, look at the bounty of nature and, you know, how happy you are in, in that, that one week in April when the, when the cherry blossoms bloom oh. and the pictures that you see from Japan of all of those in bloom. And then there's some right outside your window. The clinic, there's like this one tree that has these beautiful white blooms for like a week. And then the next week, it's like it's snowing.
0: Uh,
1: and it's like my favorite week. I'm like, oh, what, what excuse can I have to go hang out in that room and watch that tree snow? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so wonderful. And I, you're right, Barb. Let's be honest. I think I feel like you kind of outed me. Yeah. And I feel like I was probably downplaying or not really fully I I was omitting the truth of it. The truth of it is I have an acre of flowers, just all kinds, (laughs) at least an acre of flowers, just of every kind and um, the little ones and the big ones and all different. I've got purples and peaches and yellow and like five shades of purples and five shades of reds to pinks and fuchsia and magenta and you name it.
1: Not to mention, all those colors attract the bees Mm. and the hummingbirds Mm -hmm. and all of the other sort of insects and birds that are part of that, for which flowers are such a part of the important part of the ecosystem, right? Mm-hmm. That when you see a flower open, you realize, oh, it's beautiful for us. It's also serving this really important role. Mm-hmm. And there goes the hummingbird because it loves the red flowers. And there goes the bees and there's the sunflowers opening and those seeds are going to get carried by the birds. And then there's mm-hmm. going to be more sunflowers. What an amazing situation that is that they take that beauty
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the animals spread it. And the insects spread it, and what a great metaphor for us that we can take you know that little beauty, those little feels in our lives, and and spread them far and wide mm. uh, as just part of our nature.
0: Yeah, that's such a good point. Well, I can't wait to see the threads and all the different feeds of uh, of the flowers for this episode. So, thank you, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. And here's a bouquet of flowers to
1: everyone. <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> yeah.
0: What do we say? Take what works, leave what doesn't. Take what works,
1: leave what doesn't. And we love flowers and we love you, Clarity Fam. And it's just been such a great experience and continues to be. We love all the listener suggestions and all of the feedback and shares and good feels and Let us know what you're thinking, take what works, leave what doesn't, and know that we send you many beautiful flowers of appreciation and love.